Hello, everyone, and welcome to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. My name is Kirsten McInnes, and I am joined by Lindsay Wilson for our inaugural podcast. <laughs> Lindsay, how are you doing? I'm doing so well. I'm so happy that we're doing this only one week after originally recording the intro to this podcast. Yeah, 100%. I do think that in the interest of honesty, we should tell the the listeners that I'm sure we already have thousands of <laughs> that we recorded uh, a podcast about the first episode of BoJack Horseman on February 27th, 2020, <laughs> and then I never again spoke because 2020 was a hellscape. It turns out end of February 2020 was not the right time to take on a new project. <laughs> yeah, we were like, let's start something new. I'm so excited. I have time. I have time. And then the world stopped. I'm feeling really mentally healthy. I think we should cover a new podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were like, oh, everything is fine. Let's just do this. And then everything was not fine. Everything is still not fine. But I think we at least like know how to sit in that now. Yes, I think we are in a much better place in terms of actually being able to like watch a show about mental illness at this time than we were maybe a year ago. See, okay, here's the thing. I don't know about that. Because <laughs> I, when I was rewatching the pilot of, of BoJack Horseman today, which I've done like a few times, I've watched the show multiple <laughs> times. But today, when they're talking about anxiety, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. <laughs> It really has a whole new, like, it hits you in a different way than it used to. I feel like this podcast is going to be therapy for <laughs> ourselves and everyone else watching, because who can afford actual therapy, right? So Accurate. And also, in the interest of transparency, we just, like, ranted for the last, like, 30 minutes before <laughs> starting. So I think that's a good indicator of what this is going to be. Yeah, literally, I had a breakdown for <laughs> no reason, like, about nothing in particular and Lindsay's like we're on the same page and there's something so reassuring about that (laughs) yes it's so good to be like to hear someone else be like I think I overreacted and it's like oh yeah no I was feeling the same way so I think we're reacting appropriately or at least for ourselves it is appropriate yes and famously actually I don't think anyone knows this but you and I have just so many random things in common. Mm -hmm. I think of it as famously, but I guess it probably isn't for everyone. (laughs) To me, it's famous. (laughs) Uh, Because I'll like say something to you about some like niche traumatic experience from the last 10 years. And you're like, oh, me too. (laughs) Big same. (laughs) Just wild. And you're really honestly an inspiration because after it all, you're like, wow, you you can find love again. Yes, and I only bring up the trauma like once a week or, you know, maybe a little more than that. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing wrong with bringing up your trauma as much as you need to. Uh, But I guess we probably uh, should talk about why we are doing a BoJack Horseman Rewatch podcast and maybe talk about BoJack. Yeah, apart from the the fact that we are also traumatized just like BoJack. (laughs) Yes, much like BoJack, (laughs) we have a lot to unpack and I think we will be doing so over the next however many episodes. Um, And I say however many because I I don't remember how many episodes of BoJack there are, not because there's going to be any issue <laughs> until we get sick of this and quit again for the next pandemic <laughs> yeah then no there is only one excuse for missing a week 
of recording this podcast and it's if you last minute are told that you can get the COVID vaccine <laughs> and then you're allowed to leave mid-recording if need be. And that was predetermined during the <laughs> pre-recording session. Is like that is a perfectly legitimate reason to have to give up on the podcast for a week. It's the, it's the only one, to be honest. Uh, so... <laughs> Lindsay, tell me about your history with the show BoJack Horseman. Yes. Okay. So I think I was introduced to it when maybe it was around, I think three seasons were out or something like that. And one of the people I used to work with, actually, he suggested that I would enjoy this show. And I was like, I mean, it's fine, I guess. And the first episode really didn't strike me as being that awesome. And then I started again right before season four started and I suddenly got hooked. I'm not sure what happened. And then I, it's funny because I definitely, I know I said this in the last time we recorded this, but season four is my favorite season, I think. And that's what just completely convinced me that this is an incredible show and then five and six were also amazing uh, I was just completely all in after that and I am so excited to rewatch it when we first talked about doing this podcast it was right after the final season aired and I think now it's actually probably been good to give it a little bit of breathing room so I'm really excited to dig back into it yeah I feel like talking about it right as it ends almost puts you in a spot where you feel like you're going to have to be either not nearly critical enough or like way over critical to compensate. And now I, I think we'll have a much more holistic view of the show. I started watching I th- and I honestly I couldn't tell you what we said in the last podcast. So I maybe <laughs> I think something different now than I thought then you can you can tell me, I guess. Uh, we'll never know that episode's never going to air. <laughs> if it's the lost episode. I think I started I started watching either between season one and two or between two and three and I really at this moment could not tell you which I don't know why I started watching it or who recommended it to me I just kind of started watching it and I remember watching the first season I think with my sister and really enjoying it falling off for a while but then coming back to it anyways and it's just The older I get, too, like, the more I appreciate it. Like, I've Mm -hmm. done a full series rewatch once before, so this is going to be my third time seeing pretty much every episode except the last season. And it it always brings something different every time you watch it. It's such a good show. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be really exciting. Now, I know you have historically talked about, you know, good shows in in the past. (laughs) Like, you've previously had an office podcast you have your simpsons podcast right now so you're used to talking about things that are good i podcast about riverdale and big brother so this is the, <laughs> the first time i'll be talking about something good so that's a good dynamic too well in fairness so uh, the simpsons podcast half of it is talking about new episodes so half of it is talking about trash television so i think this will be fun I think The Simpsons was good for long enough, though, that it just counts as like a good show. <laughs> it's basically like we spent the first half with me being like, let me quote you every line. And the second half of me being like, this is terrible. I hate everything. I can't even think of the last time I watched an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, you're not missing anything. Yeah, I'm, I don't have time for it. I'm, I'm sorry to. There's to better television out there. <laughs> I don't even have time for good TV, let alone bad TV. <laughs> yes, life's too short for bad TV. And yet. <laughs> and yet <laughs> and yet I feel like I watch so much bad tv but I, I I think that's part of my charm so it's fine and then we podcast about it it's all great <laughs> yeah but now we're podcasting about good tv excellent tv you could say the, in, ex, some might say excellent so we have episode one of Bojack Horseman is Bojack Horseman colon the Bojack Horseman story 
chapter one. (laughs) And I had fully forgotten that that's where we got the name for this podcast. (laughs) It was from the episode title of the first episode. And when he said it, I was like, oh, are they all like this? Or I was like, are they all chapters? I don't remember. And then, of course, they're not. (laughs) But that would have been, can you imagine if every episode of the show is Bojack Horseman, the Bojack Horseman story, chapter two, chapter three. (laughs) Just go on forever. I mean, that maybe could be our gimmick. (laughs) I mean, that's what we are. So this is chapter one of Bojack Horseman. (laughs) And it starts with like the, I guess, cold open of the show is uh, Bojack on Charlie Rose. So we get the background that Bojack was the star of a sitcom called Horsing Around about an adult horse who adopts three human children that was beloved by America, had nine seasons, and now has been off the air for quite some time. And Bojack is a train wreck in this interview, I I would say. I think that's very fair to say like he basically opens by being like oh sorry I'm late I got here and then I parked in a handicapped spot I hope that's cool it's like okay this is the kind of character we're working with yeah and then immediately it's like oh maybe you should move your car he's like no I'm pretty drunk right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then we get this like very iconic line where he says you know like the reason that the show is so popular is because for a lot of people life is like one long hard kick in the urethra (laughs) sometimes you just want a show that ties everything up nicely at the end of 30 minutes Yeah, at the end of 30 minutes, everything is going to turn out okay. And that's true. I feel like uh, more than ever right now, that's what people want. 100%. Uh, This was so relatable to me when he said that. I was like, yes, that is exactly what I want. I was like, yeah, should I watch Legally Blonde again? Like, yes, that doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not. Yes, you should. That's literally, uh, (laughs) I watch Legally Blonde at least once a month, which is my favorite movie. And my sister... I was supposed to go to her house like a little while ago and like I live alone she lives with just her husband so I'm allowed to be in her pod don't worry and she was like are you coming and I was like oh just let me finish this movie because I was watching not Legally Blonde I was watching something else and she goes it's fine you can just say Legally Blonde and I was like no but I'm actually not <laughs> I was having a particularly rough COVID day last month and so I ate cake in the bath while watching Legally Blonde that sounds like a perfect day oh my god it was a dream it was incredible I uh, <laughs> I need cake so that I can do this. Oh, my God. (laughs) So in this interview, we find out that Horsing Around has been off the air for 18 years. And Charlie Rose is like, what have you been doing for the the 18 years? And Bojack is like, well. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. And then it's like a cut straight into the actual intro of the show. And I have never noticed how much the intro of Bojack Horseman gives me anxiety. Does it give you anxiety too? I mean, now that you say that, that's a good call. Like everything about it is deeply unsettling. It's like literally he doesn't really move. Like the background Mm -hmm. just moves around him and it's like, oh my God, is he just like a passive participant in life? Am I a passive part? Like I literally was spiraling just in the intro today. (laughs) Maybe we're not ready for this. No, Should we come I think, back in another year? No, I think we're more <laughs> ready than ever. I think that this is going to be a healing process for us. Agreed. And I think that if anyone is going to talk about Bojack Horseman, at least it's not like two white dudes. It's two white ladies. So <laughs> it's not like it's like not the best, but like at least we're not that. <laughs> it's like, oh, rub some dirt in it. <laughs> 
I don't know if you remember this, that when we initially recorded, I had put everything into like a transcription software and it thought that this was called the Bojack Whores Pod. And I found that very, very funny. Yeah, we're the Bojack Whores, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So so that's like an alternative title. I don't know. Just something maybe for the merch. Just two Bojack Whores. <laughs> See if that holds up over time. Oh my god! I'm gonna once this drops, I'm gonna put that in my Twitter bio, Bojack Horror, <laughs> and just like see who notices. I thought there was like a fifty-fifty chance of you saying something like you were gonna lean into it, and optionally maybe you were gonna say like you need to cut all of that out. No. <laughs> good. Good. I don't like that. This is the thing. I'm used to recording a live podcast where when I put my foot in my mouth, everybody knows immediately. So I like, I don't really, you don't have to cut anything I say. I mean, <laughs> you can cut anything that you deem necessary uh, for the the quality of the podcast. But if you're ever like, oh, maybe Kirsten doesn't want people to know she said that. Mm. She doesn't care. <laughs> I, I put my foot in my mouth all of the time. So it's, it's fine. Yeah, no, this is a healing journey that we're all taking together. We're going to say whatever we want. It's fine. Yeah, and at the end of it, we'll be better people. There's something like that. <laughs> well, we have time. Yeah, That's we have fine. time. So basically, at the start of the episode, we actually get to see Bojack's house. We get to meet his house guest slash roommate, Todd. Mm-hmm. And they have a very funny interaction where Bojack is just, like, making his morning smoothie, which is pills and vodka, and Todd is, like, trying to actually have a roommate relationship with him. (laughs) Yeah, I love that he said that his parents didn't agree with his lifestyle. That's why he couldn't live at home. He's like, yeah, I thought you were, like, a troubled gay teen. (laughs) Turns out he isn't. He's just Todd, and he's lazy, and he just, like, lives (laughs) on the couch all the time. What did you think of Todd in your first viewing of Bojack? So I feel like in my first viewing, I was like, what is happening? I like I feel <laughs> like I spent so much of my first time watching Bojack in shock of what was on my TV. Like, I didn't I don't think I got it. I don't think I was in a place to understand it. Uh, and I was just kind of like, OK, well, I guess Todd's this weirdo who's like in like <laughs> illegal activity. But OK, yeah. whereas now it's like. I feel like Todd is the perfect foil to Mm -hmm. Bojack on a daily basis because like they're both super traumatized. They both have hard lives, but Todd is like the eternal optimist. Whereas Bojack's like, give me my pills and vodka. Let me ignore (laughs) the world. Yeah, no, I was definitely like not convinced that I was going to like Todd. I thought he was going to be really stupid and not really bring a lot. And I thought he was going to be that character that I found annoying, but I ended up loving him so much. Yeah, Todd is very funny Mm -hmm. Uh, especially on the rewatch when you like know what's coming who who, after you watch the first episode like who was your favorite character when you first watched Bojack the first time um I feel like so probably after just the first episode I feel like I was pretty into Princess Caroline but uh Diane will come to be my favorite I love Princess Caroline so much (laughs) me too she's great I I knew before you said anything that you were going to say Princess Carol <laughs> because that's my answer. So, <laughs> Well, and I think even more, like this is the first time that I have rewatched since really discovering Amy Sedaris and how much I love her. So I discovered David Sedaris first and I really love him. And I was like, all of a sudden I had this moment of realization where that the sister named Amy that he talks about is Amy Sedaris. And I feel like that has given me a whole new appreciation for her. I 
just I can't relate to ever knowing who anybody is. But I'm happy for you. <laughs> she's glorious. She was just on. She just did an episode of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and she was so funny on that. And she's just she's wonderful. So I think that like gives me a whole new appreciation for her, even though I've always loved her. Stop trying to make me listen to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. <laughs> Let me just plug this other podcast. <laughs> uh, it's fine. You can plug any podcast you want. The, this is our podcast, so we can actually plug any podcast. <laughs> Yes. So one line in the Todd Bojack like situation there that I thought was really funny is when Bojack says to Todd, "I've had tapeworms that were less parasitic." <laughs> and then like the very end, Todd's like, "Wait, did you say you had tapeworms?" <laughs> yeah, like the little callback there because Todd's like, "Oh, sorry, I ate all the toaster strudels," but. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's also important to note, too, that, like Todd says right up front, he's like, even though you don't want anyone to know it, you secretly have a good heart. And I think that's going to be kind of like running all the way through the show is whether or not that's actually true. Yeah, we, we're going to keep an eye out. Is Bojack a good person? In every episode, I think we should be like, was he good or was he bad? <laughs> I think most of the time he was bad. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. But mm, I said it now, so I can't unsay it. I yeah, guess we'll track the moments where he is not terrible. Well, because those are like notable, but mm-hmm. so we find out that, and of course, it adds up with this, the title of the episode that is Chapter One that Bojack is supposed to be writing a memoir through Penguin Publishing. And they do the very creative thing of having actual penguins running mm-hmm. the company. Because I guess, you know, I don't think anyone's wa- listening to this who hasn't seen, but obviously Bojack happens in a world where humans and animals, I guess, humans and an- anthropomorphic yeah. animals uh, <laughs> all like live together and they uh, interact in ways that you wouldn't expect. So, yeah, it's penguin. And they have to meet in a, a cafe because the, the power got shut off because they have no money. <laughs> yeah, it's like, when's the last time you saw a book? <laughs> it's like a real bummer, but also very funny. Yeah, and then Bojack is like, well, I thought I saw someone reading one in a park, but it was a takeout menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. And I also love here, so uh, the penguin, we're actually going to see the penguin quite a few times over the course of the show, but he says to him, like, oh, how's it going or whatever? And Bojack's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I've been working on it. And it cuts to him being like, chapter one chapter one yeah <laughs> and like, then oh, this is too relatable <laughs> it shows the the sun move across the entire sky over the day and he gets nothing <laughs> else but the penguin publishing wants this book they've already given bojack in advance their power has been shut out like they need this book to kind of bring back the company mm-hmm. yeah and they basically say like why don't you work with a ghostwriter and bojack's like no no i don't need to do that yeah he's like no 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 give me a week and i will write some pages that will knock you back to the south pole uh to which the penguin says i'm from cincinnati i love that it's so good can you imagine a penguin from cincinnati i just can't <laughs> probably one of like a cincinnati zoo or something where did leslie take them in parks and rec the penguins did they go to cincinnati who knows as if I know anything about anything, I like I am both stupid and dumb when it comes to like remembering TV so shows. True. Like in general, I would say that I'm not stupid, but I am dumb. But when it comes to remembering things from TV shows, I'm both stupid and dumb, and it's fine. Oh my god, so harsh. <laughs> Hopefully, by the time we are done here, we will have convinced you otherwise. By the end of it, the headline will be "Dumb Girl Eats Bread Gets Fat." The end. <laughs> Which newspapers are we reading? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so that's kind of 
we get to see like another week passes basically and Bojack writes nothing so he is informed that he will be set up with a ghostwriter and he cannot pronounce the name Nguyen which I feel like is not a funny <laughs> joke yeah yeah no and I think so I think maybe it was when the B Nguyen was on Survivor maybe there was like a conversation about that last name and it's like the most common last name in Vietnam yeah it's like it's not an unusual name it's it's not cute to be like oh that name is crazy like it's just not (laughs) funny to joke about but of course they they get that that cheap joke in there's also like the uh, through line of the episode is also about Bojack's relationship with Princess Caroline. With mm-hmm. Caroline, Caroline, what? Princess Caroline, I Lynn, just, I think. I just had a stroke. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I think I said Caroline the first time. Eh. Maybe I like threw you off. No, don't stop it. This is it's on me. But yeah, so there's <laughs> the through line of Bojack and Princess Caroline's relationship, or well, the end of a relationship. So we're. We're told that they used to date. They break up in this episode. And the the main reason that the breakup is happening is because Bojack does not respect her enough to have children with her. Yeah. And this is one of the funniest moments in the episode, in my opinion, is like, he's like, oh, I never explicitly said that. And then it cuts back. Like, it's a flashback of her just pointing out a baby. Bojack freaks out, knocks over the stroller. The baby just like doesn't react, runs away, causes a car accident, steals a car. It's like, don't. Sorry, officer. It's just a misunderstanding. I'm just trying to escape from my girlfriend who I don't respect enough to have a baby with. And I like, too, that Bojack's like, I never said that. And Princess Carolyn's like, well, your actions speak for themselves. Because (laughs) technically, Bojack didn't say it straight to her face. (laughs) He just said it to a cop, which I feel like is much worse. Yeah, the actions are quite damning, yes, in addition to the words. Because she just goes, oh, isn't that the cutest baby? And Bojack loses his mind. They leave the restaurant uh, without even ordering which is where we find out that the bread is $10 if you don't order a meal. And he is furious because he's going to feel fat as well. <laughs> but also, like, $10 for nine baskets of bread is, like, kind of a steal. That's a deal. <laughs> I would pay nine. Like, I'd pay $10 to have as much bread as I want. Yeah, I'm into that. I don't think I could eat nine baskets of bread. <laughs> I would certainly try if given the opportunity. Okay, so this actually reminds me of something that is completely unrelated, but Please. I, w- I want to get your take on the podcast. So a friend recently asked me if I was getting paid $150 per egg for as many eggs as I could eat, like how many eggs could I eat? How many eggs do you think you could eat if you're getting paid $150 US per egg? Oh my god. Oh jeez. As many as possible. So I feel like I could pretty easily eat like six without thinking about it. And then uh, maybe I could get to, to like 10 if I tried hard. So like how are you preparing the eggs? True. This is important. So my thing, and this is, everyone thinks that this is the craziest thing. I said, if you hard boil them, I think I could eat 30 eggs if I'm getting paid $150 an egg. I wouldn't want (laughs) to eat 30 eggs and I'm sure I would feel gross afterwards. But if they're hard boiled, it's like taking a pill. Like you just eat it so fast. It's (laughs) as compact as possible. Yeah, no, I support this completely. Like I definitely have eaten an inappropriate number of like deviled eggs at functions before. So I feel like I could. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard boiled. That's the way to go. Yeah, you're right. You hard boil it. I think I could eat 30. I would get $5,000 American. (laughs) 
That's, yeah, totally worth but it. But people were like, I could eat 10. And I was like, why are you wasting your, what are you doing? They were like, oh, I could make scrambled eggs. And I was like, that's way too much volume. What are you yeah, doing? It's like yeah. when you eat like a rice cake because it's mostly air and you just want to <laughs> fill up your stomach a little bit. Yeah, that's what you're doing with the scrambled eggs. Uh, scrambled crazy. eggs, you're just way too much. Wasting space with air. Yeah. Okay. yeah you don't want that. You're the first person <laughs> to support me in my 30 <laughs> I support you. It's totally worth it. Like, you're making good money on this. Yeah, $5,000. Yeah, I think totally worth it. I'd be sick for a few days after, probably. Like, <laughs> I don't think my body would react well to that. I, I don't think I've ever had that much, like, protein in my life. Yeah, and you would never want to eat eggs again. <laughs> yeah. Like five grand? U.S.? Yeah. Uh, yeah, true. It's like $10,000. <laughs> Close. It's like, we're probably like 8000 right? Probably, yeah. What's 5000 USD to Canada right now? Let's look. Yeah, this uh, feels... It's only, <laughs> like, $6,400. What? That's insane. Looks like the dollar is fluctuating wildly. Whoa, yes. In the 6, last, in the last Now's month. Now's the moment. Jeez. <laughs> Gotta go buy some U.S. currency. <laughs> I mean, it would have been better to buy it on the 6th. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> What's, nobody cares. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so... There's also, back to the Princess Carolyn and Bojack breakup, this is also where we're introduced to Mr. Peanut Butter, who is mm-hmm. a key key character that we're going to keep our eye on moving forward. And I just love when he's like, oh, is this awkward? Is it awkward if I sit down? Is it awkward if I stay? Like, And Bojack's like, we're literally breaking up right now. Yes, it's awkward. And Princess Carolyn's like, how's it going, Mr. Peanut Butter? <laughs> Yeah, she's like, why are you being nice? Like, this is why we're breaking up. Yeah. He's like, oh, so it's actually nothing to do with the baby stuff? Like, it's a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine dating Bojack Horseman? <laughs> you know what? I feel like I kind of can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, but in my, like, speaking of all the traumas, yeah, no, I feel like I can kind of relate. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no like I, and i feel like that's why like watching the show i'm like oh my god this is too real but i'm also getting a new appreciation for it because i feel like i'm like now that i have separated from my own bojack i'm like my god these people are so destructive so oh the show god. i think uh, teaches you lots of lessons about crappy people so uh, stay tuned for more as a uh, deep dark insights my ex was bad but i wouldn't compare him to <laughs> bojack horseman I feel like he would compare himself to Bojack Horseman, which is like, you need to change your life. Oh, my God. Maybe. That maybe. I think he's more like a Todd, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And then it's the whole thing is it's like, take me home, take me home, take me home. The next morning, Bojack wakes up like covered in vomit and (laughs) he never took Princess Carolyn home. Which is like, this is wild that she didn't, like, call an Uber or something. What year is this? Like, 2014? Yeah, Uber definitely existed, right? I feel like, yes, certainly. Todd couldn't drive her home? If nothing else, taxis exist in this timeline, so there is a way to get home. I mean, I think it's really funny, though, to just wake up and then she's like you never took me home take me home right now yeah and then he does and then literally pushes her out of the moving vehicle and that kate that i think is my like funniest moment of the episode because it just (laughs) is so off guard they're mid-conversation and he just pushes her out of the car and then she like flips over and lands on her feet because she's a cat Mm -hmm. and that to me was like the funniest moment because it just you don't like 
I've seen this episode countless times, but I still am never ready for her getting pushed out of a moving vehicle and just being fine. Yes. And I think like it's the first time that we really see them incorporating the like animal components into it, I guess. Like it's not just going to be like, you know, animals walking around on their hind legs. Like occasionally they do have animal stuff going on. And I think that's like, oh, this show is weird and awesome. <laughs> it, is, it is very weird. I wonder like what drugs the creators of the show were on when they were like, yeah, it's going to be people and anthropomorphic animals it's a guy but he has the head of a horse but also like the body of a horse yeah, kind but of. like he is a horse but he does have sex with human women yeah and has like hands oh they hate that <laughs> <laughs> that's like what's that gif from where it's like a horse and it like takes off its hoof and has little fingers and what's that from <laughs> never seen that you... that's amazing okay i'm gonna have it's not it's obviously not from bojack at all i i will find that gift and i will send it to you so you can see it yes, please because it's like one of the creepiest it's like one of the most cursed images i think i've seen in, in oh some time God. that's amazing but yeah so he takes her home and then todd is like let me host a party i'll make you feel better and bojack's like doesn't really want a party but is obviously <laughs> not gonna really put up a fuss yeah, he, like, says to Todd, like, you've never had a stressful day in your life or whatever. And then there's this, like, very strange flashback where Todd is, like, being beaten up by a cartel. And they're like, now I don't have a place to host my daughter's quinceanera. It's, like, it's a very strange storyline. <laughs> yeah, so Todd's main storyline this episode is that he, I guess, stole drugs from a cartel. But they're not going to kill him or anything. Like, he'll be fine as long as they he provides them with a venue for this, like, very dangerous man daughter's quinceanera yeah yeah it's very very strange uh we didn't really touch on but i just want to go back to you quickly um princess carolyn when she gets kicked out of the car she calls bojack like one second later and that's where we get the reveal that in fact she is also bojack's agent oh yes i can't believe i oh my god because (laughs) literally she's like i pride myself on how i separate my personal and professional lives and there's the great moment where Bojack's like, oh, well, how do I look then? And she's yeah. like, you're on the prime of your life. And then he's like, well, how do I look uh, as your ex? And she's like, you look like a pile of crap, ate another pile of crap, and shit out a third pile of crap. And he goes, well, which pile of crap am I? The third one. That's the worst one. <laughs> this is like 99% of why I wanted to come back to this. <laughs> like, I don't want to let that line go by. <laughs> I literally had that line written down and I just like was jumping around a little bit too much. That's I, all good. That's the worst one. <laughs> and the other awesome thing in this moment too is, uh, so she's the one who's going to like uh, set Bojack up with the ghostwriter. And then she's like, yeah, how's, uh, how's Tuesday for you? Are you going to be too busy masturbating to old pictures of yourself? And he's like, I was masturbating to what the pictures represent. And he's like, that's not what was happening that one time (laughs) but we also have seen in this throughout the whole episode Bojack is just watching clips from horsing around uh, obviously trying to relive his glory days there's a scene where Mm -hmm. he's having sex with a woman and has to push her out of the way so he could see what's happening on the show and he like (laughs) ejaculates to that instead of the sex that he's having he's like that's good writing (laughs) no he's like that's good comedy a good comedy that's it right (laughs) And I, I noted that specifically because I was like, I don't care. I don't I don't think that's like a weird sexual orientation to be attracted to your own <laughs> comedy. Like, I can't imagine yes. listening back to myself on a podcast, let alone 
<laughs> masturbating to my own content. Like, no, no, who's doing that? Yeah, I really hope no one. I will. I will confess to sometimes editing the podcast and being like, "Oh man, that was gold for me." <laughs> but I try not to do it a lot because it's not a good look. <laughs> I want you to do that all the time. Whenever you have gold, pure gold, you let me know when you when you provided pure gold to remind me because I will forget. I'll note it in the moment, but afterwards, I'll, I'll want the reminder. <laughs> friends of mine who I have known for a long time note that this is like one of my less delightful characteristics where like I sent a birthday video to one of my friends and he was like I'll have to respond to you about this tomorrow because I know you're gonna want to go through it frame by frame and dissect how funny you were so we'll wait till tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't know me <laughs> it's meanwhile you have notes on your own birthday video like okay listen at three and a half seconds I made this gesture and it represents this moment in our friendship okay and it was Actually. hilarious <laughs> It was beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah, but actually, that's like one of my less uh, less endearing traits. <laughs> When's your birthday? March. Early March or late March? Ninth. Pisces? Yeah, I know, right? You've got big Virgo energy, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's the thing is like you can't go based off someone's sun sign anyways. I need to I need to see the full chart before I can make right. my analysis. But I please, oh my god, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not qualified to give full analysis, but I I can like make some stuff up if I get to see your full chart. <laughs> well, I mean, I would believe you. <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't like make stuff. I just like I don't know enough to fully analyze a full chart, but I could like talk about some placements. <laughs> okay, good, good um, enough for me. Okay, so back to this this cartel situation. So Todd brings up the party like a few times because mm-hmm. he needs a place for this cartel. And finally, Bojack agrees to it. But he says, you can't have a cotton candy machine. Because I guess the last time Todd hosted a party, Bojack couldn't stop eating cotton candy and then puked on a guest. So gross. Like, yeah, that was really gr- Can you... No, I don't want to imagine it. Never mind. No. Never mind. And so... Bojack agrees to this party and the ghost raider kind of at the same moment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I just can't say no because I want everyone to like me. And Todd's like, you want people to like you? And Bojack's like, what? Why? Do people not like me? Yeah, Todd's just like, uh. For 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, like, and at this moment, we realize that, like, Princess Caroline is now back at the house again because they had sex again last night. And that's when she's like, okay, you need to accept Diane as your ghostwriter. And this leads to his major panic attack. Yes, because it's he's literally like, I'm a joke. And if this mm-hmm. book is bad, I'll be a joke forever. Like, there's so much pressure for this to be, like, he's putting so much pressure on himself for his book to be perfect, which, like, very obviously comes from his anxiety over the fact that his life isn't perfect and he wants people mm-hmm. to think it is. And he has a full, full-blown panic attack, thinks he's dying, which is, you know how it feels when you're having a full-blown panic attack mm-hmm. and he uh, has the moment where he thinks he's dying and wants a different year put on his uh tombstone yeah right just tell them i was born in 1970 something yeah i think he said 1975 maybe yeah something like that like no one's gonna believe that he's like if i'm a dying man he's like you're not dying <laughs> yeah I-, I love the next moment where oh my God. 
so so we get like it cuts to basically uh, what do we want to call that like a heart monitor where he's like flatlining and you're like oh my god bojack's dead and then it's revealed that this was just like the series finale of horsing around but bojack is just watching and in that it's like oh yeah the horse died because you children didn't appreciate him enough and now you're the state's problem he's like wow we might have gone too dark with this series finale yeah and the thing that's perfect about it is that they do just a hard cut into this like very dark moment of the doctors mm-hmm. being like wow <laughs> time of death you know it it doesn't really get any easier and then in the show like in the horse and around the medical center is saint elmer's medical center with like the glue logo like it's so dark (laughs) and then it's like well in the bojack universe is elmer's glue still a thing or are all horse hospitals called like saint elmer's true yeah this is worth keeping right? track of i don't like did, i don't think we saw the name of this hospital but i think we should look for that yeah if we get to see it again like just keep an eye out for stuff like that i guess and yeah so they go super dark with the finale and he is in the hospital room with todd and princess carolyn and the doctor comes in the doctor's a pig literally like he's literally a pig uh (laughs) and he's uh asking he's saying he had like a mild panic attack which brings up like my favorite moment when he goes oh that's mild i'd hate to see what spicy is like oh too smart for the room that was a salsa (laughs) joke people it's so funny because when I watched that, I was like, oh, I remember Kirsten loved this line. <laughs> like, that was the one thing I remembered from our last recording I, is that you love that line. And when I was watching, I was like, I love that line. I feel like it's so funny. And then I was like, I know we talked about favorite lines before. I was like, I hope that was my favorite line last time because it's my favorite <laughs> line this time. I'm pretty sure it was, <laughs> especially when he's like too smart for the yeah, room. Too smart for the I feel like I need to integrate that into my life whenever I say something really stupid and people don't like it. It's like, what? Too smart for the room? <laughs> every now and then i'll drop a like this guy gets it and people don't care for that one so maybe i could switch it to too smart for the room this guy gets it no i like that i, w- I want to take both of those into my life moving forward you're welcome to yeah. use it at your level. i'll let you know how it goes <laughs> yeah see if it's received better than among my friends maybe my friends are just jerks yeah maybe you just have bad friends that's that, what a hard way to find that out yeah they don't think i'm funny enough if anyone ever tells you you're not funny enough you just cut them out of your life forever <laughs> the same friend who was analyzing the birthday video the other day he was like i feel like i couldn't even make a joke and tell you that you're not funny you just like wouldn't believe me it'd be like the material speaks for itself <laughs> <laughs> look at my report card that i made for myself <laughs> i got an a plus <laughs> Oh, God. That's true. You got you must, simply must have a major Virgo placement. <laughs> so at this moment is when he is like, OK, fine, I'll talk to the I'll talk to the ghostwriter, which like he's already kind of said he's going to do it. But now it's like, OK, yes. To which Princess Carolyn's like, well, call Diane. And he's like, you want me to call someone on the phone and has another <laughs> panic attack? Extremely relatable content here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I hate I hate calling people on the phone. Like me too. <laughs> even if it's like, oh, I'm ordering a pizza. I'm like, let me look at this online ordering situation. <laughs> yeah, let's just see if we can do that without talking to anyone. Yeah, it's like no, nobody wants to talk to me. as we have been podcasting for you know 45 minutes about a 20 minute <laughs> episode of television. <laughs> Who wants to talk? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we hate talking. We just simply hate it. But if you were like Kirsten, call him at a doctor's appointment, I'd be like, um, do we have to? 
I don't want daily. Can I just die instead? <laughs> Can I just die instead? <laughs> oh, that's so true and so horrible. <laughs> I mean, like, I would do it, but I wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah, we would call if that was what was required for a COVID vaccine. <laughs> I would. Okay, if they were like, you have to call someone to get a COVID vaccine, I would be on the phone, like, constantly. I was talking to someone who was signing their mom up for a COVID vaccine because they're in like the first phase or whatever where they live. And he was like, this is so stressful. It's like waiting to buy tickets for the most popular concert of all time. I can't get them. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and I, well, he got, he got it signed. He got signed up. So, well, he got his mom good, signed up. Good. But I was like, oh no, this sounds horrible. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to be good, but it'll all be worth it. How Are we going to talk about the COVID vaccine every episode until we get it? I want to say definitely yes, I think but... it's the only thing I can talk about in general. <laughs> it's like, the yeah, pretty much the only thing I talk about as well. And it's like, yeah, I really want that vaccine because I want to be able to go get blackout drunk at a bar again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can talk about like the vaccine or like the latest restrictions in my jurisdiction. That's pretty much all I got for content apart from television. So uh, I think there's a good chance this will come up every week. Okay. Well, I think that's good. And it really, you know, <laughs> sets this podcast in a time and a place, which is exactly what you want. <laughs> yeah, it would be so funny. I like the old episode and like the intro, both like a week before everything shut down. But like, yeah. I feel like it must be a little bit of a time capsule. It honestly must be. I really thought that we had recorded that like in March of 2020. Me too. I thought yeah. that we had started it like when things were actually locked down. And so that's why I was like, oh, we'll record because who knows what things we said of like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be locked down for a couple months. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like just no. I was like 100 percent sure that we started like sometime in the middle of March, and we're like, ah, how's quarantine treating you? Like this is a pretty crazy time, am I right? Uh, but no, it was like slightly before, and that is wild to me. The idea that content from a pre-COVID time exists just makes me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> it also seems like I, I feel like it makes so much more sense if we were like, uh, maybe we're not in the mood for this right now because the world is literally ending. Yeah, so. we were like, yeah, let's do this, and then the world ended, and we were like, hmm. <laughs> let's not do it and then we're like but let's do it but then uh we'll cancel for reasons x y and z because we made many dates to record more episodes Mm -hmm. we just every single time mostly i flaked and then like one time you had a legitimate reason (laughs) but it's happening i mean i wasn't like flaky it wasn't like oh i just don't feel like it it was like stuff came up but like i just felt like i had a very big year i think it's important to keep that in mind it was a big one I didn't I didn't care for it to be honest but <laughs> yeah it wasn't necessarily good big but it was big it was big and I think honestly we're in for another big one but I think we are all at a place where we can be consistent even when the world is bad which is probably not a good thing but mm, it's where we are <laughs> we need consistency and structure these days so I also okay I love they're in the hospital room and the doctor tells Bojack to take it easy and Princess Carolyn is like <laughs> what <laughs> that is all Bojack does. And the doctor says, well, can you take it even easier? And Bojack's like, I'll try, I'll try doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. I'll do my very best. I want a doctor to tell me to take it easy. That would be wonderful. Although I'm not really sure. Like, I feel like I'm already taking it pretty easy as well. Well, so I feel like I'm already taking it easy, but I feel guilty about it. Whereas if a yes, doctor was like, take it easy, I'd be like, well, I'm just following doctor's orders. <laughs> this is medical like, opinion. This is what I have to do. 
I could die otherwise. Like, this is for my life, which I guess technically <laughs> that's also why we're taking it really easy right now, but whatever. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> this is too much. This is too much. It's fine. I feel like you're going to cut it's half fine. of this episode. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the, the episode ends with... Todd's party which is a big success and the cartel guy is very happy that the quinceanera went off without a hitch and he like kisses Bojack on the cheek and is like you've just made a very powerful ally I won't forget this and Bojack's like what's going on who are these people is this like quinceanera <laughs> and I feel like I'm sh- I must have noticed it in the past it's not like a subtle moment but I found it so funny when he looks and sees the teenage girls like hitting the pinata and he's like I find that pinata offensive because it like bears more than a passing resemblance to him <laughs> I did not clock that but I loved when they had uh, pin the tail on the donkey and there's an actual donkey <laughs> yes uh, it's awesome like, this is so animal good. abuse <laughs> In Bojack Land, if you got into a fight with one of the animals, would you be charged with assault or animal abuse? Ah, these are the important questions that we need to explore. I feel like assault, probably. I think so, too, because they occupy, like, the same space in the world. Yeah, I feel like like they're also, like, pets to some extent, probably, that are slightly different from the anthropomorphized versions. I feel like if you attack, like, one of those chickens from the episode that we're going to come to later, that would maybe be more like animal cruelty or something. Yeah, that that makes sense. See, these are these are the philosophical issues that you have to discuss <laughs> when it comes to Bojack Horseman. <laughs> this is the kind of hard-hitting journalism you can expect every week. And you know what? It's a goddamn delight, okay? <laughs> a delight. <laughs> so at the party, Bojack uh, meets Diane Nguyen, who is the, the ghostwriter person. They have a very kind of dark conversation about how sad Bojack is all the time. Yeah, and Diane is just, like, incredibly... She's overthinking every single detail about her anxiety at parties. Yeah, and so I feel like, though I have much anxiety, social anxiety isn't really, like, the big one. Like, I feel like I would do all that overthinking when I got home from the party. I'd be like, oh, my God, did what did mm. I, like, did, oh, I said this to this person, they're going to hate me forever. But, like, in the moment, I wouldn't be, like having that but I do know that that social anxiety is like a big thing for a lot of people so I think that they probably captured that very well I would certainly overthink everything afterward much like you but I think I would also like I find it incredibly difficult to mingle in a setting where there are like little groups of people talking and I'm by myself I'm like oh crap how do I like insert myself into this conversation and I the number of times that I have like awkwardly shouldered my way into a circle found that there was no key moment for me to interject and then just like awkwardly removed myself from the circle again i can't even tell you how many times i've done that and it is like the most painful thing (laughs) see my move and this is very awkward because i am very awkward but i just kind of make it work for me is i'll like go up to the group and then i'll just like put my elbow up onto someone's shoulder and just be like hey what's up and just like make it all about me Mm -hmm. and just like force my way into the circle (laughs) That's the move. You got to change the subject. My thing is like, oh, I got to like politely wait for a moment where I can speak. And then it's like, well, clearly they're already having a conversation and it's never going to be like, <laughs> so who's new no, <laughs> in I'll... the last 30 seconds? <laughs> like I'll walk up, I put my elbow up on someone's shoulder and be like, hey, what are we talking about? <laughs> That's good. Maybe I should lean into that. Although I won't want to touch anyone for several years. I think that probably <laughs> I'm not allowed to put my elbow on someone's shoulder anymore. But <laughs> you can do it again in like five years. When we're all vaccinated. <laughs> 
It's all full circle. I'm now forcing the vaccine jokes, which I feel like is not uh, the move, but it's where we're at. So, (laughs) Yeah, this is the uh, mental state that we're in. Oh, God. I really like this Brady Bunch analogy here. <laughs> Did you want to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, so Diane asks Bojack, it, like, if he knows, like, the story about Brady Bunch, to which Bojack starts actually describing the plot of the show, The Brady Bunch. Uh, and she's like, no, no, no. Like, the actor who played Mr. Brady uh, thought he was a serious actor and he didn't want to do it because it was, like, not a serious show. Most people are never even going to get to do the Brady Bunch version of what they want to do. So, like, shouldn't you just do the book? And she really, like, sweet talks Bojack into agreeing to actually do his memoir. Definitely. And he kind of, like... He kind of goes for it. He finds it a little bit horrifying when she says, you're responsible for your own happiness. I, I do love this moment where he's like, I can't even be responsible for my own breakfast. And he just like makes a huge mess trying to pour cereal for himself. Uh, but yeah, he he does go for it in the end. Yeah. So he agrees to do it. She's like very sweet with him, gets gets him on board. And then there's a, a little moment of comedy where he's like, you're but don't talk about me being sad all the time. Like I'm hiring you as of. And then he sees like an attractive woman and like, checks her out first and he goes as of now so that like in theory she can't talk about that but like as if bojack is gonna just not be checking out women this whole time is yeah like that's to me the funniest part like he thinks okay well i'll never do that again so it won't be in the book (laughs) yeah spoiler alert he is not going to be perfect for the rest of the series and then the show ends with Bojack finding out that Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane are together. Like, mm-hmm. together, together. Like, in a sexual like, way. romantically. Like, in a sexual <laughs> way. They have seen each other naked. I And he, that joke really drags on, but I still <laughs> thought it was funny the whole time. Because it's too. like, wait, you're, like, together? Like, you're dating? Like, romantically? Like, sexually? Like, that penis has been in that vagina? Like, <laughs> repeatedly. what? And Diana and Mr. Peanut Butter are just like, yeah. Like, they don't even make a big deal yeah, out of just- Bojack acting like a total loon. <laughs> yeah, they just like completely uh stoic about it, just like, yep, 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 yep. No matter how many times he asks the same question, like, yep, that's what's the that's the situation. And then he copiously vomits cotton candy everywhere. Of course, because he can't help himself with that cotton candy. Can't help it. That was the one rule that we weren't supposed to get a cotton candy machine. Do you like cotton candy? I'm okay with cotton candy. Like if you gave me some cotton candy, I would eat it, but I certainly could control myself around the machine. Yeah, I feel like I like cotton candy, but I would never seek it out. Yes, 100% agree. Yeah, okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> These are the things that matter. Okay, do, do you feel, do we miss anything? I feel like we talked it to death. <laughs> I agree. Um, do we want to have any kind of like spoiler section or do we want to just like run this uh, spoiler free? I'm happy to do yeah. a spoiler part if you want to talk about spoilers. We can do one as necessary, I think. Like, I don't think we need to have one just for the sake of having one. Spoiler free for now. I mean, I feel like things will come up where we're like, oh, talk about this. But I don't think there's anything from this that we, like, have to. Yeah. I feel like most of the time we will be, like, a largely spoiler free podcast so that people can watch along with us if they have never seen it before. But if there is anything that we desperately need to talk about, we can flag it and give people a heads up. Yeah, we'll be like, get out of here. Yeah. Not like that. What's anyways? Okay, so 
Do we want to address, just before we wrap this yeah. up, is there anything we should address the uh, Diane of it all? Or, uh... I, I don't even know where to start with the Diane of it all. I do think that it is, it's important to note that Diane Nguyen is not a white woman, but is voiced mm-hmm. by a white woman. And that is mm-hmm. not good. Should, should <laughs> not have happened that way. Yeah, and, like, Alison Brie has since said, like, she isn't thrilled that she did it in hindsight, and, like, obviously that was not the best call. Representation is important, and we should flag that. Yes, <laughs> but, no, we have, to, we have to talk about that. That's, that's true. I, I think that if we are like, oh, that's above our pay grade, no, then that's, we're, then yeah. we're just literally just complicit, <laughs> part of the problem. and I'm not, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with that. So that is, that's a big problem for me personally, mm. but it is. It happened, and should we just say every time Dan comes up, be like, just remember? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, No, I think it's just like, it's good that it's important to like just flag it and note that this was like probably not the right choice, and like the show has since said like that was probably not the right call, and Allison Brie has said this was probably not the right call, but I think they they do try to correct slightly in some later seasons where they sort of explore Diane a little bit more from the perspective of her as a Vietnamese American. Um, So I think they try to kind of correct a little bit there, but um, yeah, just something important to keep in mind, I think. Yeah, it would have been really great if they had thought, hey, this is a a Vietnamese character. Let's find a uh, Vietnamese actress to voice her. But I guess uh, they were like, oh, nope, no such thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so not on people's minds in 2014 apparently that we and should that's, have representation that's but. the thing too that just makes it so mind-boggling because it's like it's not like this came out in the 90s yeah like <laughs> yeah it's wild. a recent show <laughs> yeah so so yeah so and. yeah no that was that was good to queue up but yeah is there anything else like about the episode i, th- I feel like we touched we touched on uh, everything I think so. I think, as you said, I think we've like talked it to death. Yeah. So hopefully, people have a sense of what this is going to be like every we week. We will be beating the dead horse every week. <laughs> <laughs> the horse pod. Yeah, the dead horse pod. <laughs> alternate title. But yeah, so we will be back next week to talk about episode two of season one titled Bojack Hates the Troops, an episode that I love dearly. So I'm excited to talk yes. about it. And in the meantime, Lindsay, uh, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? So I'm not on Twitter because I'm a bad person, but we have another podcast. <laughs> you know what? I feel like it's been incredibly good for my mental health to not be on Twitter. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I have another podcast talks about The Simpsons called Simpsons Then and Now. You can find us on Twitter at Simpsons Then Now. Uh, but yeah, that's really the only place to find me. I mean, that I feel like is a good thing and is healthy. I, on the <laughs> other hand, am very much accessible on the web i can be found on every social media platform at kirsten said what (laughs) including twitch where i am streaming three times a week currently on the we're on the path to becoming a twitch partner and i will stop at nothing to achieve that so i'm just streaming all the time right now and people can check me out over there doing among us hide and seek we do a lot of dating and online dating talk on thursdays and then tuesdays rotate it's it's a dream and everyone should should check me out over there uh, as well as so- within the next few weeks riverdale is back which means that kowski cast will be back uh, my weekly riverdale recap podcast with mary kwikowski that's cow with a k person you have so much going I have on too much, I have too much going on <laughs> 
<laughs> what were you I work thinking? a full-time job too. It's fine. I can give up sleep this year, I think. Oh my god. Okay. Well, this feels worth it. <laughs> I mean, but actually though, I live in Pacific time, so like I just have more time. Cuz like when my friends <laughs> yeah, that's how that when works. my friends on the East Coast go to bed, I go to bed. But like I don't have Fair. to go to bed when they go to bed. I could just use those hours to do things in my life. <laughs> all right well good okay so i'm glad that we have found a time to do this this was so much fun yeah i had a great time i think this is a a five-star podcast already Uh, (laughs) and people should rate us as such because there will be a rating (laughs) that is possible that's such a beautiful segue i am a professional baby (laughs) so yes i think that that will be all for for this week please subscribe rate review uh, i'll sh- if you send me tweets i'll show Lindsay what you had to say <laughs> and we will see you next time bye